And the thing is, Teddy and his team, they were completely oblivious. I mean, he jamming. (laughs) Jamming. The hype man was going in. He was having (laughs) the greatest time of his life. Teddy got, you couldn't see the keyboard, but you could see his fingers. He on the keyboard, just bow, 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 just jamming. The drummer is over there, just doing it. You see the DJ in the background just scratching, scratch, scratch, scratching. And everybody in the comms is going off, bro, what's going on? We can't hear nothing. It's just a bunch of background. Like, what is going on? You're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple Snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to the Snob OS Podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. So welcome back. Welcome back. How are things going this week for you? Ah, uh, just another week in the corona. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like every week there's something new going on. And every week it gets worse, it seems. Well. <laughs> uh, they're opening back up uh, Georgia on on Friday. Yep. on Partially fully open on Monday. Yep. So, yeah. I don't know either Georgia's running out of money or they want to use people as guinea pigs or for whatever reason, Georgia's, I guess, doesn't want to be upstaged by Florida <laughs> decided that they want to open us back up on Friday. What? Uh, nail salons, barbershops, hair salons, bowling alleys. bowling alleys, and massage parlors. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah right. those are really essential. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like Georgia's in the news. Our governor's when in our the governor news. Just, yeah. When our governor just said, what a couple of weeks ago, he didn't even know that it was passable through uh, asymptomatic people. Yep. So now all of a sudden the data is on his side, according to him, as to why he thinks now is a good time to start opening up Georgia. When our deaths are on the rise, they're not plateauing, mm-hmm. they're nope. not on the way back down, they're still on the rise. But according to our governor, we've got enough hospital beds and the data is on his side. Whose data? Don't know Mm -hmm. when pretty much every other political official in Georgia and the nation says, "Eh, eh, I don't think so. I wonder if he's trying to win like some cheap points with Trump, but I don't know why. I don't know know why. It doesn't help him. Right. It's never helped him. It it didn't work in Wisconsin. You know, that whole thing with them trying to vote in Wisconsin and Trump put his, you know, I guess his juice behind it and. They overwhelmingly elected somebody opposite of who he was voting for or supporting. So I don't know if that's the case. I mean, he, uh, our governor just was just elected last last what November. So, yeah. you know, reelection isn't up. Only thing I think of is what, you know, a lot of people have been saying. A lot of people have been passing around this uh, good breakdown of what's going on. And basically, um, Georgia does not have enough reserves to keep everybody that is trying to get on on unemployment or already on unemployment. They don't have mm-hmm. much money to keep them on there throughout what throughout the fall. So, yeah, I think it's only what they have maybe not even six months worth. Right. So uh, they don't want those people on the books. 
So the trick is um, shut down the shelter at home, you know, uh, what they call the initiative, I guess, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. And now you can't collect. Well, the assumption is or the speculation is you can't collect unemployment because there's nothing stopping you from going to work. There's no government directive. There's no statewide, you know, um, directive to go back to work. So if you got to go to work, you can't sit at home and collect unemployment, yada, yada, so on and so forth. So and I think that's that sounds about right. I think. For them, if they say, okay, we're opening up, because I think movie theaters are coming back on Monday. Right. And and all these things and, and restaurants, you mm-hmm. can dine in, I believe. So you have to have staff to, to do this. So it's like, hey, we need people to come in. If you don't come in, then that means you just abandon your job. So now you can't claim unemployment because you're just not coming to work. Right. And... Some of the uh, the shelter in place restrictions that they put on people who are not shelter in place, social distancing uh, guidelines put on some of these, you know, um, stores or businesses that are opening up are so strict that if they can't afford all the PPEs to keep changing for every single client and you got to put plastic on everything, you got to take people's temperature, you got to ask them a questionnaire before you work on them. It's just like. You're making it impossible for people to work, but you're making it impossible for people not to work, not to work. And the thing (laughs) is, they it's weird because it's like these businesses have been shut down for over a month. So all the small business loan money got taken up by these big companies. So you're expecting people to start restaurants back when they don't have food vendors. Right. When (laughs) they don't um, have you know, probably even the working capital to even get started back up because they haven't been making any money because they've been closed. So I just, I don't, yeah, and, I don't know what kind of mental gymnastics they did to try and get this to seem like it's going to work. I don't know, but uh, you know, they don't have somebody put this on Facebook. It's like they didn't open up tanning salons. They didn't open up golf courses. It's peculiar as to what specific businesses that they decided to open up the businesses that can hurry. Well, in theory, people will spend unneeded disposable income on to get started back up versus the people who have all the money. Their businesses haven't opened up yet because it's almost like they want people to be they want. It's almost like they want the poor uh, uh, low income Black people, and brown. Yeah. Pe- right? People to to hurry up and go out and spend all this money to kickstart the economy, while the people who need to be paying money, people who are already making money, you need to start taxing these wealthy folks, you know, and taxing these businesses what they're supposed to be taxed in, and maybe that could keep you afloat for a couple months. But no, here we go again. You got these low income people. Do you want them to? Worse out and spend their money to save the economy because they're trying to get these twelve hundred dollars back. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, right? Exactly. That's yep. exactly what they're doing. And then I, w- I I saw people, another conspiracy theory, or they were, you know, people are talking, it's like as soon as they said that it was disproportionately killing black people, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, well, right. let's open this joint back up. Right. They don't get they don't matter. Yeah. They can die. So, so I mean, it's it's messed up all the way around because, you know, yeah. um, you know, I was talking to my wife earlier and she made a good point that, you know, there are people who, you know, they're sitting at home. They can't work. They haven't 
or can't get through the unemployment process because it's too backed up or too messed up or whatever the case may be, you know, and you got somebody telling them, well, hey, you can go back to work. It's like you put them between a rock and a hard place because on one hand, you know, you you're, you're running out of money, you're running out of options. The only other option is to go back to work. But on the flip side, going back to work could put your family in danger, but you can't not work because they're, you know, you're running out of resources. So it's just tough all the way around. It's just a shame that the government can't say, look, we are willing to sacrifice our economy to, in order to save lives. It's like they won't do it. And it's just, yeah, crazy. I was like, can't, I was like, can is not the word is won't mm-hmm. is, is what they, they, it, that that's the case. Right. They can do it. They just won't. And I know right before we started recording, um, it was breaking news. Apparently um, the director of, I think it's called Barda or something like that. The, the government agency that, um, is controlling getting the vaccine um, ready and out. They just demoted the director and he is planning on filing a whistleblower complaint because he said they demoted him because he refused to um, push um, the drugs that um, the guy who occupies the White House um, was selling. He was pushing back on whatever I can't pronounce those drugs names, but whatever those two drugs were Uh that he was pushing Uh and he was really pushing for more testing and more of the money from the, um, the cares act, those, that those billions of dollars that they, that they have in place, he was, you know, fighting for more of that money to be poured into research to create a vaccine, not poured into companies to make, unproven, untested, untried drugs. Mm. So that literally just happened. It was breaking news um, before I came downstairs to record. So it's really not about science. It's really not about taking care of the people whose money it is. Because let's be frank, the CARES Act money, the money that people are getting back, that's your money right. that you paid in taxes. The government is not doing, doing you a favor. Anything. They aren't right. doing you a favor. They're honestly doing you a disservice because it's your money from right. junk. Mm-hmm. But people, you got people out here yelling and cursing out medical professionals because they want to get a, a, a haircut. I want a haircut. Right. They out here with AR-15s you know, on government property in in stupid costumes, you know, talking about, you know, it's my rights. Give me freedom or give me COVID, you know, dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb stuff. And I'm like, you idiots. Right. But it's okay for them to quote protest. unquote break the rule, protest and break the rules. But when Colin Kaepernick breaks the rules, yeah. oh, that's wrong. Yeah. When you talk about the people who are coming in from uh, different countries, immigration, mm-hmm. people who are coming in from foreign countries, don't break the rules. You won't get locked up. Don't break the rules. You won't get uh, fired from your job at uh, playing football. Mm-hmm. But they can apparently break all the rules they want by um, disobeying the the rules of social distancing and mm-hmm. self-quarantine and having automatic weapons on you know governmental property. Yeah, protesting so, in the middle of the street. I just, I, 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 I guess I, I, it's okay for them. I don't understand. Number one, I don't understand the guns part. I can understand you. Pro, not, I can't understand you protesting at all. Well, it's it's your right to civil disobedience, right? Which is the whole point behind Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick. He was he was uh, dis- 
disagreeing with the Americans government civilly. You can't disagree with white people, apparently. <laughs> but but the the guns, I don't understand. What is the point of the guns? There's no what is this? Because President what, President Trump told them that they were going to come for their guns, but because of the corona. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, but anyway, it don't make sense. But that's what he tweeted. Oh my goodness. Um. Any but he was like he was like liberate Minnesota, liberate this, liberate that. They're coming for your guns. Oh my what goodness. What guns got to do with oh a, a pandemic? I don't know. But that's what he told them, and that's what they're going with. But the. The whole point that you are making is it is it is dangerously ironic and hypocritical to fact that now it's okay to protest your government and when, break the rules and, and right and break the rules because these are rules. They're not laws. They're not set in stone. They're not etched in the Constitution, but these are directives sent down by your federal and state government. And for you to want to or think it's okay to protest these, but uh, call Colin Kaepernick every name but a child of God because he decided to do the same thing is just but for an actual reason yeah his protest for... was an actual reason again, that's again, what makes it even worse again that just goes back to the fact that um those those protesters are it, it's just it, it's just scary that Nobody cares until they're directly affected. Right. They didn't mm-hmm. care about Colin Kaepernick because they wasn't directly affected with football and they wasn't directly affected with, you know, uh, police brutality and all the things that Colin Ka- Kaepernick was protesting. They didn't that that didn't bother them. But now all of a sudden there's something affected them directly. Now they're upset. But they're the thing that they're upset about will put even more people at danger because, sure, mm-hmm. you may not get it, but obviously asymptomatic people you can pass it on if you don't have any symptoms you're going to affect many more people and then that's going to back up everything we've been working that's going to put this whole second wave that people are uh speculating at by all these you know opening up too soon and all these protests it's just like all these weeks that we've had to you know, people who've sacrificed and stayed home, all of the businesses that have lost money, all the people that have lost money for these last, what, 45, what, six weeks, whatever, some mm-hmm. odd weeks, you know, that we've been doing this, you know, it's starting to work. Sure. Because people are staying home. Right. And if you, I saw people, somebody posted on, on Facebook, it was like, Georgia is uh, uh, Georgia's blowing a, a 28 uh, three lead again. I yeah. mean, you it's 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 getting better, but you open it up too soon and you're just eh, it's about to what he's honestly doing is going to kill a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's going to kill a lot of black and brown people It's going to kill a lot of marginalized people It's going to kill a lot of poor people. And I have a L.A. fitness membership. These fools sent an email this morning talking about their reopening May 1st and they have all these different rules or whatever in place. So I was like, I'm not doing that because right now they have all of the payments suspended until there is, um, until your quote unquote market opens up. Well, then my market will open up on the first, which is Friday, next Friday. But, uh, I don't, I don't plan on going there. So I was like, let me go ahead and cancel my membership real quick. I go to cancel my membership. 
do you know you have to mail in a form to the headquarters <laughs> in uh, Irvine, California? So I printed out the form. So now I got to risk my life and go into battle to go to the post office to get a stamp to mail a cancellation <laughs> who it might not even get read because California is still on lockdown. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They, they make it super easy to take your money, but super hard to get your money back. <laughs> but what they're about to make me do is to call my bank and say, hey, right. cancel this, uh, uh, this recurring ACH. payment. Yeah. Yep. And, and then what you're going to do. <laughs> right. You're going to ban me for LA Fitness Forever. Good. Because what you're doing is going to kill a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Because trust and believe there are going to be people starting Friday. They're going to go out. But one thing that I've noticed that I'm, I'm actually kind of proud to see is a lot of restaurants are going, you know, posting on, on social media and saying, hey, yeah, sure, they can open up, but we're not opening up. Yeah, we'll see uh, if um, a lot of a lot of businesses follow that suit, because, again, you know, it's sad, you know, and I don't want to be the dead horse here, but it's sad because a lot of these businesses aren't seeing any money and it's like you are putting them between a rock and a hard place. They don't want to open up, but they can't stay. You, you're giving them an incentive to open up at the risk of people's lives because they are drowning in debt or, and can't pay their employees or losing money. So it's almost like you're forcing them to make a bad decision. That's going to make matters worse. And it's just sad. So hopefully, 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 like I mentioned before, um, uh, Atlanta's mayor, a lot of other state officials throughout the state of Georgia and some of these other states that are trying to open up early as well. A lot of them are starting to push back. Like you mentioned, a lot of these small businesses are resisting the idea that the federal government has given these states the quote unquote go ahead to make plans to open up early. And I just hope that follows suit to where real people, you know, these state officials, some of these elected officials, some of these, you know, greedy when it gets down to it, just greedy people. See that finally see that the American people who they're supposed to be serving, we have an idea. We wanted to go this way. And finally, they'll start to see, Okay, well, y'all were for us and not the other way around, because it seems like these the federal government is like they we work for them. These big companies, these big corporations, it's like they're doing everything except helping the little. And there are some companies, you know, I don't want to paint such a bleak picture, but there are some companies and some corporations that are trying to do uh, some things to alleviate some of the stress. But overall, it just it just doesn't look good. So I, all that to say, I just hope that, you know, this for good, for for bad, is going to change how we do things. But I think at the same time, there would be some positives that come out of this to where real people really start to open up their eyes and see you know, uh, when it comes down to it, you can't depend on a government. You can't depend on your state, can't depend on your elected officials. You have to be more self-sufficient. And I hope that kind of changes how we do things here in America and, you know, be more compassionate and, you know, uh, take care of each other a little bit better. So, and pay these people it's, it's fine and well to clap for, you know, all the medical professionals and all of the sanitation workers at seven o'clock or whatever the shift changes. But the fact that they still have to go and work uh, for minimal money. I mean, think about it. Everybody talks about the doctors and the nurses. That's great. But for a hospital to run, you have to have cafeteria workers. Right. You have to have cleaning staff. Right. You have to have orderlies. You right. have to have nursing assistants. You have to have all these people who don't make as much money as the nurses and doctors still expose themselves to, you know, the stuff 
and not even get hazard pay or even get a, a decent livable wage. Mm-hmm. So yep. I hope some some real change comes out of this. I'm not too optimistic about it, but I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our <laughs> Rona Rona rant. Rona. We Rona hashtag yeah, yeah. Hashtag Rona rant rant for the week. <laughs> Let's uh, get into the show. Uh, we'll get into our first segment called the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. And it looks like, you know, all the news is surrounding the iPhone 12 that's supposed to be coming out in September. And it looks like we've got some more official iPhone 12 Pro Max leaks. So the upcoming iPhone is the iPhone 12 and people are all trying to figure out what does the design supposed to look like. And it looks like we've got a serious, I guess, official leak of what the iPhone 12 Pro Max is supposed to look like. And if you remember the iPhone SE or the iPhone 5S with the um, not the round edges that we see on the iPhone 6 on up to now, but more of a, a square boxy uh, design with the kind of like the aluminum um, uh, band going around the outside. That's what the iPhone 12 looks like. You take the take the size of the newer iPhones. You take the new camera uh, array. It looks like there's four um Spots for the iPhone 12 camera looks like the fourth one is supposed to be a LIDAR so you can kind of map the locations, you know, where you can kind of point your phone up at a area and it'll map all of the surfaces to where to create like almost like a floor plan. So that's the new uh, the new camera uh, addition to the iPhone 12. And we'll see. We've got. um, What else it was? Yeah. So. So, yeah, basically, it's a little bit it's a little bit thinner but a little bit taller than the iPhone 12. Like I said, it's got the boxy uh, uh, edges versus the more rounded corners like we're used to on the current iPhones. And uh, like I said, it's, it looks pretty neat. I will have to put a link to the show notes to where it get to. It gives you a video. We can't, of course, can't play the video, but it kind of uh, right. gives you a model of what the new iPhone uh, 12 Pro Max was looks like. And if this Look, if this actually comes to fruition, of course, this is a leak. This is not, you know, um, made official by Apple. But uh, according to story, I'm reading this. The the people who are bringing you this model have been successful in the past. So uh, definitely check that out. If you got some time, take a look at the new iPhone 12 Pro Max leak and let us know if that's something you'd be definitely interested in buying. I'll probably if it looks like this, I'll probably I'll probably pick it up. It'd be time to upgrade uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm on a, I'm still rocking my 10 because I was hoping that the 11 was something and it wasn't what I was expecting. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go with the 12 because this girl is, uh, Duh, it's about that time. <laughs> she's, yes, yeah, it's, it's about her time to, to say goodbye and, and go into the, into the apple closet in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, Definitely check that out. Let us know if you're interested in iPhone 12 or are you going to uh, save some money and go with the new iPhone SE that just dropped or are you going to keep your current device? So let us definitely know that. Let's see what else we got Um, for 
all you Apple Music fans in some of these different countries who have kind of been waiting for Apple Music. Apple Music has finally expanded to uh, 52 additional countries. And to celebrate that, they have decided to give these newer uh, countries that Apple Music has expanded to give them six months of free Apple Music. So uh, you're looking at uh, Africa, Asia, Europe and the Caribbean who have now among a few who have now got Apple Music. Apple says, surprise, in, in addition to just getting new Apple Music, you're going to get six months of free service. Now, of course, you got to sign up with your credit card and all that good stuff. And if you forget to <laughs> unsubscribe, Cancel. right, at the They're end. They're going of, to run that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but until then, if you can go ahead and select, set you a calendar event, if you are looking at canceling after six months. But uh, like I said, I, I, I have Apple Music for family sharing and it hasn't done us wrong at all. So that's, I'm definitely something you'll probably uh, pick up in the near future and you'll keep it once the six month trial goes out. But definitely check that out. Yep, yep. And um, it looks like looking at the list, I didn't realize this many people still didn't have it. Yep. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure maybe it's copyright, you know, how they do music in these, some of these other countries. Yes, always legally. Yeah, all that good stuff. So they, it's not, I don't think it's uh, purposely that Apple said, you know, what, well, we're going to hold off on these particular yeah. countries just to make y'all sweat. I'm pretty sure they had to go through some sort of trials and tribulations to finally regulatory reasons yeah. they probably have to grease some wheels especially in some of these countries where yeah, you know money talks about it above everything yeah and they don't all these they want their cut yeah buddy so but definitely check that out if you're in some of these countries specifically you know the caribbean you know a lot of people go to go to vacation now you know they got their apple music over there as well yep all right. So uh, only other thing I saw, which I couldn't validate myself, but I was definitely interested because we talked about this oh, hmm. man uh, late last year, if not yeah. a long time ago. It's been a while. One of the cooler features that came out with iOS 14 that they announced was the fact that you could sign in with your Apple ID to a lot of third party, you know, uh, sites and applications and software, for instance, like, you know, you see. Some of these uh, like Facebook, for example, you can sign in using Google, you can sign in using Yahoo, so on and so forth. But now you can sign in using your Apple ID for better security, yada, yada, yada. But I haven't seen any of the the services that I use have that badge until now, question mark. (laughs) Like Like I mentioned, eBay now supports sign in with Apple to where their iOS app. So it's not on the website. It's not the mobile browser. If you update your eBay app, you are now should be greeted with a sign in with Apple because right now they have sign in with Google, sign in with Facebook. And now, according to this story that I'm reading in the Mac Observer, you can now sign in with Apple. But I tried it and I could not get the sign in with Apple badge to pop up. Now, I signs in via my face ID because I've got, you know, uh, iCloud keychain turned on to where recognize my face automatically logs me in, but I wanted to see mm-hmm. if I could replicate that and I could not do it, but uh, it's yeah, but uh, yeah, basically that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, update your eBay app, you know, sign out if you're already signed in and you should see a sign in with Apple badge on your eBay 
app on your uh, iOS device. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, let me know if I'm tripping or not. <laughs> Try <laughs> it out. It's just you. Yeah. It's really a thing. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a, a heavyweight eBay user, but I mean, I do use it on occasion. Like I mentioned, uh, when I bought my daughter her iPhone 8, I bought it from a refurbished site and it didn't come with a box. So I used eBay to find an iPhone 8 box with all the accessories to give it that new experience. So when my daughter opens up her iPhone for her birthday, it won't just be a phone in a <laughs> Ziploc bag. It'll, <laughs> it'll actually be in an iPhone bo- box. It'll look like it came from the store. Exactly. So I used that's the last time I used eBay and that was in February. So uh, I'm not a heavy eBay user, but I do use it, you know, somewhat regularly. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if, if it's, you know, different for different users or whatever case may be, because I couldn't get it to work. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, but definitely if you're in the, if you're in the eBay, you want a little bit more security and you don't want to sign in using Facebook or Google, you now have a third option. If in fact you can get it to work. (laughs) Right. That huge caveat. Right. It'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that is it for the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. Now we move into our second strain where we talk all things tech in general. And I thought this was a pretty cool story. Uh, Uber launches two non-food delivery services. Uh, most people think for Uber as in, you know, ride sharing or picking up food, especially now in this whole coronavirus pandemic. But now. Uh, Uber has decided to launch courier services to where you can actually do uh, Uber Direct is the first one to where you can deliver items from non food stores uh, like, for instance, over the counter pharmaceuticals, any sort of maybe uh, a, a curbside pickup of, you know, random things from like different stores, not just food, maybe a Home Depot run, maybe Target. If they do curbside pickup, you can select Uber Direct. They'll uh, drive out to the location. The uh, the people put the items in the trunk and they deliver it back. So that's the first one, Uber Direct. The second one is Uber Connect, which is almost like a courier service. So if I wanted to, let's just say, for example, uh, we needed to do the show and Nika was missing uh, a part or vice versa. I was missing uh, a connection for my Mac to do the show. And instead of trying to order it online or trying to go out and possibly risk death <laughs> to get <laughs> this cable, if Nika has one, she can I can sign up for Uber Connect. And it's almost like a short distance courier service. She, you know, Uber personal pull up at her house. She'll put the whatever it is, the part in the trunk, they'll deliver it to my house, pick it up, so on and so forth. So it, that's almost like, you know, uh, everybody now in this pandemic are trying to come up with ways to be more creative. And I think this is one of those cool things to where it helps people and Uber can make more money because not only can it stop us from going out more, you know, we, um, these services are already out. There are people who need the money now because, you know, for whatever reason they can't work or they've been laid off or they've been furloughed, whatever the case may be. And they need to make ends meet. They can now sign up for Uber and do more than just pick up people. And I think a lot of these things, especially like the curbside pickup, you know, with Target, with like, I think Best Buy, these different type of innovations that have come out of this pandemic, um, I don't think they're going anywhere. Right. I think, you know, people are going to get used to them and it's just going to be uh, new ways to to live. And I honestly, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Uber 
starts to really take care of their contractors, because, again, Uber drivers are not employees of Uber. They are contractors. The Uber is simply a marketplace for people like you and I to link with other people who are providing services. So they are not employees or contractors. Hopefully, as like you like you mentioned, as things change for the better, you know, Uber as rolling out more of these services are starting to treat their employees a little bit better and pay them a little bit more and give them more protections like insurance, you know, so on and so forth and treat them more like employees, even if, you know, again, their whole point is to uh, be a marketplace versus a, a company that employs people. So hopefully they, you know, look, look into them a little bit more as far as recognizing that this, this service is definitely needed and they need to take care of their people. So, right. Mm-hmm. And to circle back the eBay, and the Apple, uh, I don't see no sign in. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> like I said, if you can get it to work, definitely let me know. Hit us up on the socials at Snob OS. Let us know if you got the <laughs> eBay sign in with Apple feature to work. Because <laughs> it don't work for us. <laughs> yeah, it does not. So, yep. All right. Let's see. Another thing for all you gamers out there. Um, Fortnite, the uber popular game uh, for the longest has been available to all consoles to PC players and to iOS players. But Google, if you had an Android, the only way you could get Fortnite on your mobile device is to sideload the app onto your phone using an SD card. It was not in Google Play. You had to go to the Internet, do your Googles, figure out how to get the app to load on an SD card. And then you would insert that into your phone to get Fortnite onto your mobile device. Well, Google now has decided they're going to play ball and release Fortnite to the Google Play Store. So now all you have to do is just go to the Google Play Store, search for Fortnite, download it onto your phone, and boom, there you go. Now, for whatever reason, um, I, I'm trying to look through the, through the story that we're reading from The Verge to find out why they were not doing it. Um, I guess maybe potential security issues that may not exist. I'm not sure. Uh, let me read this quote from... Um, the, the story is says after 18 months of operating Fortnite on Android outside of Google Play Store, we've come to a basic realization. Google puts software downloadable outside of Google Play at a disadvantage through technical and business measures such as scary, repetitive security pop ups for download and updated software, restricted manufacturer and carrier agreements and dealings. Google public relations characterizing third party software sources and malware and new efforts such as Google Play Protect to outright block software obtained from the Google play store. So basically sound to summarize, um, this is the importance as to why Fortnite wanted to get in the Google play store, because it seems like, uh, Google treats any sort of third party software as malware and avoids it like the plague. So it really doesn't say why, um, specifically Fortnite when Fortnite was super popular, even though it is considered third party software, when, you know, like I mentioned, iOS has it, I mentioned consoles have it and PC players have been able to download Fortnite with no issues outside of kids running up their parents' credit cards. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because who was it? What was one basketball player? I think his kid ran up like $16,000 in like buying Fortnite stuff. I was like, how, how does that even happen? But apparently it happens quite often. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still trying to read to figure out uh, maybe they were, Google couldn't figure they didn't want to 
uh, add Fortnite to the Play Store because they couldn't get some of that money in the, all these in-app purchases. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Google Play. I'm reading a uh, quote from Google. Google Play has a business model and billing policy that allows us to invest in our platform and tools to help developers build successful businesses while keeping users safe. We welcome any developer that recognizes the value of Google Play and expect them to participate under the same terms as other developers. So that sounds like they couldn't figure out how to get some of that money. So now they've right. come to an agreement to where how Google's going to get some of that money. So now all of a sudden Fortnite is available in Google Play. All is well. <laughs> now that they get a cut of yeah, the money. And yep. honestly, isn't it always about money? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, it is. So yep, for all you gamers, definitely check that out. If you're a Fortnite head, you no longer have to go the 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 Jerry rig way of getting Fortnite on your Android device. Right. All right. Let's see. Last story I got for second string. Uh, WhatsApp is working on expanding video chat. You know, you've got everybody working from home, everybody doing teleconferencing, teleworking, doing these video conferences. We've seen zoom explode in popularity, you know, so now WhatsApp or Facebook proper rather that owns WhatsApp has decided they're going to expand WhatsApp video calling right now within WhatsApp, you can only video chat with one other person. So a total of two and it looks like WhatsApp is starting to, they want to get some of that piece of the pie and now they want some of that zoom money. Yeah. 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 So now they're trying to expand WhatsApp to uh, as many as four users in an actual video chat, which to me, that seems like a lot, but I know there are people, especially these kids nowadays They'll video chat with eight, nine, 10 people and they'll just sit around <laughs> and not do anything, but just be <laughs> on video. So that WhatsApp looks like they want to make sure that they are uh, reaching to their base and making sure they have the features that their users want. So, I mean, it's definitely great that they're trying to, you know, add the additional functionality. But the way it is right now, Zoom has a name recognition and pretty much has this this market mm-hmm. cornered. So I'd be interested to see how, uh, you know, if they're able to, you know, gain some real estate and, and get in on some of this, uh, uh, zoom money. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, the, uh, WhatsApp, um, this newer version of WhatsApp will be announced, uh, will be released first as a beta. Uh, it doesn't say specifically when, but, uh, it'll get it start as a beta and then, as it goes along, they'll probably release it to the public. So definitely check out for that. If you are a WhatsApp user heavy, I want to check out, check that out. See if you can keep everything within WhatsApp, including video call group video calls rather. All yep. Right. Yep. All right. I think that is it for second string. Uh, let's move on to for the culture where we talk anything that is popping in the social media streets and only thing I can think of was the whole uh, Teddy Riley versus Babyface uh, battle on Instagram. For those who don't, yeah, for those who don't know, uh, I started with I want to say Swiss Beats and Timberland. Uh, yep, Swiss Beats has been doing this for a while. This is not mm-hmm. something new. I remember him going back and forth with Just Blaze, who is a mm-hmm. super popular producer, and they would. The idea is, you know, you would have. One producer, he would play a song that he wrote, he produced or did the beat for or whatever. And then they would go back and forth and let the let the 
the the the people decide who it wasn't necessarily a competition. It's just kind of like a, a a showcase of all the different music that these producers have been involved with, where they'd be just like I said, making a beat or actually producing or co-writing or what have you. So uh, as of late, now that everybody's stuck at home, um, Timbaland and Swiss Beats decided to make this more of a thing. And probably the most popular one to date <laughs> yep. was the Teddy Riley versus Babyface because both of those guys, producers, have uh, been a part of a lot, a lot of music, especially our age. In the, and in the night, I mean, a lot of 90s R&B mm-hmm. hip hop is pretty much these two guys with some um, uh, Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam thrown in there, too. But right. these two guys mm-hmm. are are the it of it even now especially babyface he's never stopped working but um of the 90s um r&b and hip-hop scene mm-hmm. pretty much they are all, it <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much all the 90s and early 2000s you, you couldn't find a song without either teddy riley or babyface behind it so somewhere in yeah, it so they were next up on this quote-unquote versus battle and the way it's done is they you know it's all done via ig no YouTube, no webcast, no third party platform, which probably after this, they probably need to consider that. (laughs) So let's start before you even go there. When that first, you know, because I think, uh, who was it? Um, Swiss and, um, Timbaland and Timbaland did Mm -hmm. it. Um, uh, Jonta, uh, Austin and, Uh oh God, uh, uh, Sean Garrett, I think. Yeah. Was it yep. Sean Garrett? It was a bunch of people that was going back and forth. Everybody was doing it free on IG. Yep. Then after all the success, it was like, oh my God. Some kind of way Teddy Riley and Babyface name got thrown in the mix of who you want to see. And it just like took off. Right. Everybody wanted it. Everybody wanted it. And then Teddy was like, Well, I don't think we should do it. We should host it on a platform outside. So essentially he has a platform. Right. Okay, and, so I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah. He has a platform. And he wanted it on his platform and he wanted people to pay for it. Right. Okay. Okay. So now you keep going. Okay. So that's the backstory on the right. IG. But okay. again, you, I, and which makes perfect sense. But at the same time, you got to reach people where they are. Right. And everybody and their mama's on IG. You know, this is something that this, they've been doing for a while with no issue <laughs> up until <laughs> now. You know, like you mentioned, they had uh, DJ Premier and RZA, they had uh, like T-Pain and Lil Jon, all these guys did this battle before uh, Teddy Riley and Babyface without hardly any hitches until what, Saturday when this whole uh, uh, versus between Teddy Riley and Babyface was supposed to be Sa- right. Saturday, Saturday night, night at eight mm-hmm. o'clock. Mm-hmm. Everybody was logged in over 500,000 people log into this live mm-hmm. on IG. Yeah, and I didn't catch the first one, but I heard oh, it was I a train wreck. So I'll let Holy you Holy <laughs> it let... was a hot ghetto mess. First of all, babyface didn't show up until like 30 minutes after the thing had started. Wow. So the first 30 minutes was um uh Teddy Riley with a full staff. He had a drummer he had a DJ. He had camera people. Mm-hmm. He had a hype man. He had a dance. He had some dancers. So it was a full on production from him. And so he's, they did a sound check for 30 minutes before Babyface even gets on. Good grief. 
Yeah. So then Babyface strolls in. He just sitting in his studio by himself. Uh, okay, like, okay. And the whole time um, before, you know, while Teddy's doing his little jam session, just, you know, playing the keyboard, but you can hear nothing from the keyboard. You got the DJ in the back, scratch, scratch, scratching. And then you got the hype man, the hype man in the corner mm-hmm. and the drummer over there, drum, drum, drumming. Babyface is in the chat on IG mm-hmm. saying, let me in. Right. <laughs> I called you. I called this, that and the other. Nobody ain't picking up. Somebody let me in. Good grief. So he couldn't even get in to the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. So, all right. They finally let uh, Babyface in. And he like, okay, all right, yeah, what's up? Hey, blah, blah, blah. And it's just so, so, so set the set the scene. So you've got Teddy Riley with all this orchestra, all this orchestrated stuff, and he got Babyface look like he's chilling in his he's basement. In his home, he's in his home studio <laughs> by himself with uh his just his phone and uh and a mic. Right. That's right. all he got. So they didn't and, and he's playing the music from his phone. Right. So I, I'm a they didn't coordinate. They Teddy didn't tell Babyface what they were, what he was doing. They didn't. No, uh, <laughs> I don't. It, it don't look like it because the look on his face was just like, "What the f is this, man?" <laughs> so, uh, so it gets started. They start playing the first song, and all here is groo 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 groove me 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 yeah. me baby. There was I mean, a, a serious was echo, a, right? A echo, and the thing is, Teddy and his team—they were completely oblivious. I mean, he jamming, <laughs> jamming. The hype man was going in. He was having <laughs> the greatest time. time of his life. Teddy got—you couldn't see the keyboard, but you could see his fingers. He on the keyboard, just bow, 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 just jamming. <laughs> <laughs> the drummer is over there. Just oh my doing goodness. it. You see the DJ in the background just scratching, scratch, scratching, and everybody in the comps is going off. Bro, what's <laughs> going on? We can't hear nothing. It's just a bunch of background. Like, what is going on? I mean, you got celebrities, Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. Adele, mm-hmm. Tony Braxton, you know, like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Fix this crap, man. Yeah, yeah. But they just they just doing it, just doing it. So <laughs> then they finally get finished, and Babyface just like, uh, okay. So then it's like Babyface turn. So Babyface go on. He play his song. Uh, I only think of you. Right. On to I mean, crystal clear sound. He sounds good. The music sounds good. He having you know. All right, good time. All right, all right. Round two. All right, Teddy, your turn. Echo, echo, echo again. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, this goes on for like forty five minutes. Good grief. So I think it was. Uh, I think it was Tyrese. He was like, so we're gonna have to listen to this echo the whole time <laughs> <laughs> so so what was yeah so what was so interesting was the celebrities which i don't understand why people don't get this but these celebrities are just they're like famous. you and me they're just like you and me and they grew up on this music too and they're regular people so it just amazed me uh how starstruck some of the some of people you know people who are not These celebrities stars. were in here just having conversations and talking just like regular like people. <laughs> so, but the worst part of this is though, Terrence. Let me tell you, the worst part is so they finally, finally, after thirty minutes, look at the comments. Oh, is the problem with the sound? 
Mm-hmm. It's echo. Y'all can't hear. Oh, hey, face. Um, whenever it's my turn, how about you turn all your stuff down because we think your your mic is interfering. No. Now, mind you, this fool got a feed going from his mic, his keyboard, mm-hmm. the drum set, mm-hmm. and. The DJ booth. Right. And he's trying to say that the problem is with Babyface and his phone and his one microphone. And I mean, he just kept going. I mean, he was trying to make it. Like baby baby face fault. fault. Yeah. Right. And so then it kind of cleared up and he was like, oh, yeah, whatever you did work. And Babyface was like, I ain't do nothing, bro. <laughs> he, <laughs> sad. he was like, I ain't do nothing. Right. I, right. I didn't do nothing. So the problem was, of course, you know, me being a techie, I automatically know what the problem was. You mentioned it earlier that Teddy Riley has his own platform, right? So what Teddy was doing is he was multi-streaming. He was streaming to his platform with the monitors for the instruments. Because when you're playing an instrument, you want to know how it sounds. So you have a monitor pointed up to you or in. I don't think it was up in their ear. It was like. like, Yeah, it wasn't in their ear. Yeah, floor monitors like at a concert that's pointed back at the entertainer so they can hear the music. Well, you mm-hmm. can't do that and stream music into Instagram. So what the echo they was getting is they were getting the sound direct Instagram rather was getting the sound directly from the instruments and right. it was getting the sound through the monitors the that plays back to the users that they got plugged into the stream. So that was where <laughs> Right, that's the problem and somebody flipped over to his his Interface or whatever, mm-hmm. crystal clear. Yep. Sound wonderful. Right. That's why they couldn't hear the echo because they were hearing the feedback from the monitors from their direct input. Right. Because you can't go in to, you can't plug um, uh, like you can do to a separate stream. You can't do that in Instagram. Instagram hears what you hear. <laughs> and if it's hearing music that's playing from the instruments and is hearing the monitors blast the music back to the, to the artists, you're going to get that echo. <laughs> right. And so what happened was when they finally, he had then, so I mentioned the, the four people that mm-hmm. we saw him, the hype man, the DJ and the drummer. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden two to three other people come in trying to play tech support. And we're like, where are all these people coming from? <laughs> so they were trying to fix it, trying to fix it. Then here go Teddy. Mm-hmm. We want to get this right, y'all. Right. It's back in 30 minutes. <laughs> you got 500 people, 500,000 people chilling in an Instagram live. And you're going to tell them to come back in 30 right. minutes. You could see when he said that on um, uh, on Babyface's face, he was, I was like, he ain't come back. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said, and that's what I tweeted. I said, I'm just, I'm, I was like, I'm only joining back in after 30 minutes. To see if Babyface comes back in. Right. You know what happened in that 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. Babyface goes to his IG and said, hey, y'all, we're going <laughs> to reschedule this and, and try it for another day. Yeah. yeah. So then they reschedule it. I think it was today, Wednesday. So it was Monday uh, that they did the reschedule. And uh, one of the tweets that I put out, and I was like, if Teddy Riley comes back and it's just him by himself 
down in a basement in the studio, I'm going to literally die. After all those theatrics, for him to completely do a 180 and, and get down to just him. And lo and behold, uh, when it That's starts back it, up, it's just Teddy Riley down in front of him. Still front, he's still got a keyboard in front of him, but you can't see it. But it's just him down in his studio chilling. So that's a little bit better. Of course, it took a little bit long, maybe five minutes uh, to get them connected. Because, again, trying to get two older gentlemen <laughs> to get set the up. Uncles. Yeah, the uncles. Yeah, the uncles <laughs> to get set up on Instagram was a little bit of pain, but. It got done a little bit faster. It didn't take 30 or 40 minutes. It took 10, about five, 10 minutes. Finally got them linked up and set up. So this time it went a little bit better to where they played their hits back and forth. You know, they did their little, you know, uh, monologue leading into the music and they got all the way up to about <laughs> 10, 10 songs. <laughs> but so, but this time, I don't know. You can't, we can't put blame directly because according to the numbers that everybody was throwing around upwards of what 3 million people was mm-hmm. trying to get into this or either into it or cause I was able to get in just fine. Okay. On my laptop. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, there were people who trying to get in, trying to get in, trying to get in. So you had other people, you know, uh, <laughs> actually holding their phones up to a computer screen. So you could see, they call it the overflow. <laughs> <laughs> But Instagram did come out and say, hey, you know, we were having some technical difficulties. Uh, I just don't think Instagram was built to handle that many people because I know it was issues on the phone. But if you uh, logged in through Chrome, uh it was fine. Yeah. So that's what I did. I was on my laptop listening to it and hilarious at the the tweets because, again, like I said, you couldn't directly tie it to somebody. But the person but that was having the person that was having all the problems was Teddy, <laughs> because after that 10th, 11th, 12th song, he, he started freezing up. And then, of course, you know, babyface again, sitting down in his basement with some with some alcohol, had his velvet uh, blazer. Well, he, he did an upgrade because after he saw Teddy with his uh, cock to the side fedora hat mm-hmm. he, and he had his whole background. The first time it was just you could tell he was in a studio. Right. Um, and it was nothing. But the second time he had candles, mm-hmm. he had flowers, he had a little light flex. He had two of his 11 Grammys in the background. Yeah, he yeah, was like, yeah. Y'all not going to play me this time. Right. So when Teddy started having his technical difficulties again, he kept fading and out and freezing. So Bayface was like, forget it. We're just going to keep it party going. So he pulls out his guitar and plays a couple uh plays like half of one song. Uh, Teddy Riley gets back in now. <laughs> not Teddy, Teddy oh, Riley. Right. After all that orchestra, you had that first one. Now, all of a sudden, you want to be upset <laughs> at Babyface because he got a guitar. <laughs> so then. And he still sound clear and good. And right. you over there high bass. Right. So so then uh, Teddy Riley pulls out his little keyboard and then starts doing the song. But then, of course, you can't keep his on. And then they then they disconnected and then they couldn't get each other. Same as the original problem was Teddy Riley couldn't figure out how to get baby face into the live on the split screen so they could do their thing so it just went down to okay well we're just going to play uh one more song on my stream and then teddy's going to play one more song on his stream and that's just going to be it so you had people (laughs) double browsers trying to trying to see both right trying to see both at the same time on each different each other's lives so i mean (sighs) 
<laughs> the whole now f- it ahead. was the best. Yeah. I was just gonna say before, uh, you know, after the first battle, even though everybody was upset, the tweets that happened the right. rest of the night and into the next day were priceless. They were golden. They made all of the echoing and the bad, mm-hmm. you know, vibe. It completely made up for it. Yeah, because yeah. the jokes was mm-hmm. hit. And I was killing myself. And then it turns out Teddy had a full production team, not just audio people. He had cameras. People, he was going to, I think he was going to package this and try and sell it. (laughs) Obviously he was. And then someone, they, the rumor started that he was filming it unsung. Do you know that TV one changed their header to say TV one? And no, we weren't filming an unsung for Teddy Riley. <laughs> because so many people were saying, oh, he had all those people because it was unsung. It was like, nope, mm-mm, yeah. nope, nope, nope. It that, wasn't us. Yeah, don't put that on us. Yeah. Don't put that on us. You could t- I but mean, I'm which, t- which, I mean, you can't, can't fault him for trying to hustle because, you know, after the, the second one happened, you know, he was on Instagram live talking about, you know, we broke the internet, we broke the internet, which technically he did, you know, you but, but before kind of, exactly. I was going to say and not he, in a good way. You literally broke the internet. <laughs> he didn't know. He, first of all, he's an uncle. Right. And you know how unks do. He didn't, he don't know the lingo. He didn't know what break the internet mean. Right. He thought just having that many people broke the internet, but dude, you broke the internet in the bad way. My <laughs> thing is, if you're going to try and be extra, right. and you want to try and hustle the system, make sure your stuff is tight. Right. You should have had tech run. You should have been... You, why didn't you coordinate with Babyface before? Right. And or, you would try and run. And right. Run. right. Because that's, that seems like something that they're used to doing, like, what do they call it? Um, before, there's a, there's a technical term. It's a tech for, run. It's a tech run. Um, that's there's, an, only- there's another word for it. There's a more common uh, when celebrities sound check. That's the word I'm looking oh, for. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do the sound check. They could have easily FaceTimed or did a live with some random person or one of their other people and do like a sound check and see if there's an echo because that's the whole point of a sound check. Make sure there's no echoes, make sure the levels are right. I guess they just assumed that if it sounds good on their end, it's going to sound good on Instagram in a mobile Listen. app. <laughs> <laughs> Babyface is 62 years old. Right. And I don't know how old Teddy is, but he's probably in his 50s. <laughs> so oh, they yep. don't, they don't even, and the people that Teddy had helping him, you could tell by their facial expressions. Those uncles, they didn't know what they were doing either. Yeah. They were just turning knobs and well, they, unplugging it, replugging it, stuff. Again, so they probably knew what was going on in a traditional setting. Instagram Live is not a traditional setting. It's right. it's not set up to do a full on concert yet. Now, hopefully, Instagram sees After the popularity this, of what's going on and After changes some things, now. right, to make it more friendlier to this sort of thing. Because, like you mentioned before, you know, things ain't going back the way they were after this whole. Mm. Uh, pandemic thing and one of the positive side of that is we'll probably be doing more live over the internet streaming events later more than ever before now to where this is an opportunity for Instagram to set up some sort of concerts tab or whatever the case may be and either charge a fee or you know have you know promoters or people pay 
to put their concerts on the platform and make it a little bit more friendly. But until then, <laughs> you got to recognize this ain't, you know, some live concert. This is a mobile app. So you got to <laughs> adjust right. accordingly. And from the sounds of it, Teddy Riley and them wasn't all that ready. But at the same time, they wasn't ready. Somebody's got to go first. And I guess <laughs> they were. They, they, they went. The, yeah. <laughs> You yep. know, people find, I've been calling the whole thing, people have been calling the battle, I've been calling it the Great American Uncoff because that's what it was. Right. <laughs> that's everybody's that's talking, what it was. Everybody's talking about how shady Babyface was, you know, like you oh, said. Oh, he was so shady he, and it was so delicious. Right. When he said, um, you know, uh, um, like you mentioned, when he's like, maybe it's you. Baby face, he's like, nope, it's just me. I'm here alone. You know, social distancing. Social distancing. <laughs> well, I tell you, Riley had fifty, eleven people in the background. And the other one, he was like, oh, I didn't know remixes counted. And he was like, oh, well, I don't do those anyway. Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was so. I mean, it was. It was so much entertainment. It was so good. It was so entertaining and. Yeah. I am glad I was able to witness that in real time because it was truly even into the next day, I was still cackling at yeah. some of the tweets yeah. because they just got better and better. Yeah, buddy. So, well, that was good, though. It was, it was, you know, like I said, even though it wasn't perfect, I think, you know, for how we do on the Internet, I think it was it would think it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was perfectly perfect. And then. Um, some uh, CNN writer, he go and right, right. and put it on on CNN, and boy, were the blacks mad. Yeah, because it's like don't be put family business on right. CNN. They exactly. were going in on him because even though it didn't work out the way we anticipated, what we got in return was actually even better. Right, exactly, and that's how we do on the internet. So it's like. Let us be, you know, especially for CNN. I can see if it was, you know, anybody else, but CNN. Media yeah. takeout or shade room. <laughs> right, right. Go go do your thing, CNN. <laughs> Let us do us, you know. <laughs> right. So Let us be who we're going to be. Right. So, yeah. So definitely check that out. I, you can definitely, I'm pretty sure if you just go on the internet, you could probably see all the tweets, all the reactions. And, you know, like I said, all I thought the memes, because the memes are great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely check that out. You'll probably see more of those verses to come. People were saying, you know, they wanted to see Brandy and Monica, you know, do a, a, a verses. They said they wanted to see, um, what Diddy and Dre. Yeah. They were yeah, talking that's about. One, yeah. That's the one that the one that was probably the most popular. So we'll, See, again, like I said, this whole, um, you know, pandemic and the social distancing is spawned all kind of new, you know, lanes for people to, you know, take advantage of. So we'll see what comes out of that. Yep. Yep. All right. So, all right. Good times. Yep. 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 All right. So let's move into the hookup. And uh, this week I've got a tip for people who are possibly at home uh, working from home and don't necessarily need documents scanned. You need to upload information. Like for instance, you know, my wife just uh, reached out to our car insurance and figured out how to get our car insurance cheaper because we're not driving our cars. Right. But in order to do that, you know, she's got to fill out some documents and some questions. And if you do have to scan documents, you don't necessarily have to go out and worry about getting coronavirus just to fax some information. <laughs> you can actually use your phone without a third party app 
and turn it into a document scanner using the notes app. So basically what you do is you open up a note on the, the notes app and you actually click the, you know, the uh, picture symbol and it'll give you the option to either upload an image or it'll give you the option to scan a document. You click the scan the document, it'll scan it into that note. And then from there, you can either email it, share it as a text message, uh, do whatever you need to do. So that, that's my tip for the week. If you are, if you do need to scan a document, you need to upload a paper document. Definitely don't, you don't have to try to figure out how to use your <laughs> scanner on top of your printer because those never work. <laughs> or right. you don't have to download any third party app. You know, you can definitely use the notes app that's built that uh, comes with the uh, latest iOS for your device. So definitely check that out. Um, let me know what it, let me know if that works for you. Uh, an another thing you can do with it is you can convert it to PDF. So if you want to save the document, like for instance, uh, me and my wife uh, recently closed on our house and there's some documents that we want to um, uh, scan and keep for our records and they all came paper. So we're definitely scanning a couple of those and saving them to our records. So definitely check that out. Let me know if that works for you. Definitely use the notes app as a document scanner for all your documents. And before we close out, I did want to, to circle back. I hopped on, on, uh, the Instagram on Al Gore's internet. And, um, by the time this episode comes out, this will probably be, probably be, well known, but now at the top of the show, we we're talking about how Pres uh, how Governor Kemp uh, of Georgia um, was going to open up the uh, state again, and we we're trying to figure out if he was doing it to impress Trump. Well, breaking news: Trump says, "quote Too soon." Trump urges Kemp to reverse coronavirus rollback. Wow! So directly, now, directly, yes, directly oh, wow. to him. So now he don't even have the person who he's probably doing all this for on his side. So he's saying that uh, he doesn't agree with the decision. I'm reading this from the AJC. Um, and it says President uh, Donald Trump said Wednesday he told uh, Brian, Governor Brian Kemp he, quote, to totally disagreed with his decision to roll back coronavirus restrictions and allowed shutter businesses such as nail salons and barbershops to reopen this week. Mm, it's mm. just, it's, quote, just too soon, end quote. I told, and this is another quote I'm reading this from CNN. I told the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp, that I strongly disagree with his decision to open certain facilities, which are in violation of the phase one guidelines for the incredible people of Georgia. Trump said he suggested he would intervene if he saw something totally egregious. I love those people. They're great. They've been strong, resolute, but at the same time, he must do. He Kemp do what he thinks is right. I want him to do what he thinks is right, but I disagree with him on what he's doing, but I want to let the governors do quote unquote, what they want. The president said, so we'll see what this means is, is Kemp going to roll back or is he going <laughs> to dig a deeper hole or is he going to eat crow from Trump, which is hard to do, you know, <laughs> How you but he's but the thing is he's already in a hole with his own um other people in his party right. and the the mayors of the two biggest cities in the state. Mm -hmm. So he probably didn't want to roll back from those two people because they're likely I know um Mayor uh, Lance Bottoms is a Democrat. I'm not sure about the Augusta mayor, but he probably didn't want to bow down to her. One being a black woman and two being a Democrat. But now that it's coming from 
the guy who sits in the Oval Office, uh, he may be amenable to to changing. Possibly. Or, you know, it's totally plausible for him, like you said, to double down because what, you know, when you put something out, nobody likes to admit that they were wrong. And for Donald Trump, of all people, to tell you, I disagree with what you're doing. It's like there's no way he's going to be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. (laughs) I can see him doubling down because ain't no way uh, Donald Trump is going to make me look bad of all people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the thing is, but I don't know. But he he he's been kissing Donald Trump's butt from the beginning. He was he attributed a lot of him getting elected to Donald Trump because he came down like right before the election and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But the fact that. He he came out and said that the data was on his side. So now the question is, what are data? you going to do? Yeah, are you going to do what the president is saying to do? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to still stick with my data? Told me. So either way, you're screwed. Right. The data, in all likelihood, where you got it from, we don't know. So if you continue to go forward with what you have, you're going to risk alienating a seventy-some odd, you know, ten-year-old brain person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you gonna say you know what are you gonna take that l and say you know what maybe i was too hasty right but if the data is on your side then you're not supposed to be hasty because you have data so if you do go against the data did you really have data to start with and <laughs> are you calling the president a liar right because he's saying not to open it but you said i got all this data that says i can't yeah this is not the rock and hard place that you want to be in between Especially with this uh, imbecile, but mm-hmm, I digress. Because he will, he will scorch earth with you on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I mean, and not even just on Twitter, but in real life. Because when it comes down to handing uh, out government money, yeah, buddy. Uh, PPEs, yeah, buddy. all that stuff. If if the guy who sits in the White House thinks that the governor that sits here is doing something to spite him or to make him look bad. Yeah, he's going to scorch the earth. Yep. So it just, what, what it all goes to show is we're, we're screwed here in Georgia. We already knew it, but now with this news coming out even more so, or, and it should be a lesson. Just listen to the professionals, listen to the scientists, listen to the, the epidemic. Yep. Listen to the nurses, listen to the, the medical physician. who's not, Dr. Oz, not Dr. Phil, not Dr. Drew. Dr. Phil, not real doctor. <laughs> right. And these other two are not epidemiologists right. or um, uh, viral, uh, you know, mm-hmm. scientist type doctors. Yep. We need to save lives, not restart the economy. But again, like I said, we digress. Hopefully yeah. they. I just want to bring that up before we, we end it out because, yeah, this mm-hmm. is what's happening literally as we record the show. Yep, definitely. So we'll we'll definitely do a recap next week on the state of Georgia. Because <laughs> it'll be it'll be something new. It's going to change 10 different times before we record next week. Right. All right. All right. But other than that, I think that is it for the week. Uh, definitely. You can download, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Definitely engage with us on the socials. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SnobOSCast. Definitely, you can also leave comments and suggestions. We're on the web at SnobOSCast.com, or you can shoot us an email at SnobOSCast at gmail.com. Other than that, 
that is it. Tune in next week <laughs> to our Arona rant. <laughs> More Arona rants to come. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Peace. Bye.